Get your headsets ready. Ikuzos Unscripted Podcast is going over time. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the month. For the first time this year, 2024, we are opening the year with pay-per-view in Canada, UFC 297. We are starting that road to WrestleMania, or in this case, road to UFC 300, which will be the biggest event we we assume in the in the UFC uh, by now. Although, as the thing stands right now, even with the addition of Holloway, Justin Gaethje fight, I still think the UFC 299 card overall seems better. But we still wait for another title fight announcement, I think, which is probably going to be Bilal, if I'm correct, with Leon Edwards, because we have two title fights now. And Dana said, if I'm correct, three. So we are waiting for another one, probably. Uh, Leon Edwards, uh, Bilal Muhammad. Still very good card, but uh, we'll see how things line up. Anyway, this is uh, in, in that uh, road to WrestleMania. Um, this is what we start with. And this is a decent card. You know, some names, obviously, uh, main event is cooking. So it's going to be fun. Uh, the, the, the opening of the main card will be what I consider... Uh, uh, kind of a sleeper sleeper hit, uh, which will be the Movzarevlo versus uh, Arnold Allen, and uh, it's it's very interesting because uh, I would lean after the last time we saw these two, I kind of I have a problem with Movzar seeing him against Diego Lopez on short notice, gave him a lot of problems, gave him a Gave him a lot of problems with how, I mean, we, we, we will see in the coming uh, coming year. I think that Diego Lopez will be breakout star in some sense if he continues down the path that we envisioned for him. Um, so that will age probably well for a Mozart that win. But I don't know, seeing him in that last fight, now you could say, obviously, uh, with uh, Arnold Allen that uh, he... Also, his last performance didn't look uh, splendid. All I mean, he didn't win, uh, but it was it was a good fight. I mean, it's, it's Max Holloway. You know what I mean? It's Max Holloway. So uh, I, I am I'm kind of leaning a little bit towards uh, Allen because of his striking. I think in the striking department, uh, he can have a, take care of Mozart, and I think that his movement will maybe hinder some of those takedowns. And I think Mozart is there to be hit on 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 the on the feet. Uh, so that, that that is it. Uh, then we have Chris Curtis versus Marc Andre Berio. Berio comes off. Uh, I think I don't know if he had fights in the middle, but I, I remember him from the last Canada card with Eric Anders, which was the fight of the night. It was it was a great fight. Um, but I'm uh, here. I'm picking Chris Curtis, uh, even though this guy will obviously have a hometown advantage or, or home country advantage. Um, I'm picking Chris Curtis just to rip the body find those shots, you know, I think he has more power even, back him up against the cage and, uh, you know, take this fight and finish it, uh, and, you know, to for extreme couture to gain some momentum before, obviously, we come to the main event, right? Um, then we have Neil Magny versus uh, Mike Mello, and I have to say, Mike Mello was 
yeah, I watched the press conference and uh, there were loud pops for him. He seems, he seems like a star. Uh, he seems like a star in in uh, Canada. Uh, they weren't cheering like that for Mark Andre Berio, uh, but for Mike uh, Mallot, I mean, it was it was pretty loud for him. And the last time he also competed in in Canada, uh, I mean, it was. It was a very nice uh, outing for him, and the um, crowd was behind him. So I will, uh, again, uh, here I will pick, uh, uh, in his case, just because of that hometown advantage. And I think Magni is, from the last fight, a damage, let's say. Uh, but I will go with Mike Mellon here, just for that uh, beautiful... Uh, to 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 make Canada great again, <laughs> um, and then we have Raquel Pennington and Myra Bueno Silva for the vacant uh, women's bantamweight crown. Now this is a downgrade, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> in the in the bantamweight uh, women's division from the previous champion, you would you would agree? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm picking Myra Bueno Silva here. Uh, Bigger finishing ability, I think. Better boxing, I think. Even if it goes to the ground, she has the ability to finish there. Uh, but I'm not extremely interested in the fight because it is a downgrade, isn't it, uh, from our previous championship, our champion. But uh, the vision has to move on, and we'll see what they have to offer. But I also dislike Raquel Pennington for the various reasons. So don't trust this as a thorough analysis. I'm picking Mara Bueno Silva, long live. Uh, <laughs> then we have obviously the the main event, which turns out to be a very hyped and very very talked about main event. Obviously, Sean is all uh, trending on Twitter about his press conference. So, uh, but uh, besides that, I think it's going to be a good fight, and it's very hard to predict uh, to predict this fight because. Um, you know, the perception of these two guys very much changed since the last time we saw them, if I'm, you would agree with me, I, I suppose. Because we had a very different opinion on Drikas, very different opinion on Sean before their fights with Whitaker and uh, Adesanya. And that is because, obviously, when we and those were some of the most shocking victories uh, of the last year, you would agree. Because in, I, I think none believed that Drikis was going to beat Robert Whittaker. I remember that. I predicted against him. And it turned out that he knocked him out in the second round. And then, you know me, I'm easy fan. I'm not going <laughs> to elaborate, but everybody, I mean, I predicted against Sean and a lot of people did predict against Sean, a lot of people were voting for Sean but didn't think he was going to beat Adesanya and then he beats Adesanya very convincingly and since then we are looking at these two guys quite differently I think uh, and uh, it's an interesting now fight to predict because uh, we have to confirm who 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 walked out better out of those fights, and 
I'm gonna go with Strickland. I'm gonna go with Strickland just for that championship improvement that you experience when you become a champion and you 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 kind of become better uh, exponentially, I think. And but what interests me in this fight, and I think it's gonna be a good fight. But what interests me in this fight is who and when, if it happens, explores the takedown option. Probably Drakus, I think we can agree on that. Probably Drakus. And when? When does that happen? Is he going to put the thought of takedown threat into Sean's head early to distract him, distract him from his striking uh, prowess? And, you know, because Sean is a thinking fighter. Is that going to be another, you know, part of the equation of him just swarming him and making him think, uh, not having time to think Drikas. If fight goes to the ground, I don't think Drikas exactly has, I don't think there he has a much advantage over Sean because we know, we heard stories from Cam that Sean's wrestling is actually great. I mean, he trains with Mag- Magomed and Kalaev. But the thing is, will he just put a thought out there well, when they stand, he can overwhelm him and add another that factor that's going to disrupt his thinking, so to speak. I don't know what happens. I'm thinking that Drikis could shoot the takedown in the very first round. But don't be surprised with these guys if none of that happens, you know. And um, it's going to be, I think, uh, I think obviously we can agree that the longer the fight goes, the more it fits Sean. I think that's fair assessment. And if Drikas doesn't find the finish in the first two rounds, I think it becomes not not unwinnable, but very very much tougher fight for him. And uh, you know, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting how both these guys approach this fight. And I'm 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 leaning towards Sean because that championship improvement. And also, I think he can very much weather that storm. I think, in, in in a sense, a lot of people say that when he gets overwhelmed, he when he backs up, he isn't very good. And a lot of people, no, or he's less or less good. A lot of people are predicting that Drukas will not have in time to breathe; that he will put the fight on high pace. But I think we will see Sean canceling out that very, very smart way with a very composed striking, bringing Drikis to that level of fight that he wants. And then I think you may see a clinic. But, you know, it's a very hard fight to predict because of the reasons of the factors that these two guys themselves produced when they picked those huge upsets last year. So, you know, I'm very, very excited, you know, UFC is back. I mean, on the paper we saw the last week phenomenal knockout of Ankalaev on Walker. So it seems the year starts off good, and I hope this is just another of the great events that will await us this year. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, get ready to roll. Sean Strickland versus Ricky's Duplessis. See you. You are lock and loaded to make your bets, and stay tuned for more.